This is the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Follow Buck on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Team, welcome to this Friday, September 10th edition of the Buck Sexton Show. We got Biden unleashing federal vaccine mandates. Businesses with over 100 employees must get the shot or get weekly testing, which really is just a way of saying they must get the shot for all employees. Uh, All federal employees got to get vaxxed. Plus, uh, the L.A. school district has demanded vaccination for everyone over 12. Uh, They've gone exactly to the place I thought they would here. They've decided to go all out with covid tyranny. I mean, this is what what would be a more nuclear option than this banning travel on airlines unless you're vaccinated? Okay, I think they're still going to do that, by the way, unless we see a serious drop down in cases before the winter, which why would that happen? So I'm expecting this to even get worse than it is. I think that the Democrats in this country look at Australia. They look at New Zealand, where they have turned it into a biosecurity police state. And the Democrats say to themselves, you know what? This is something that we should really consider. This is something that we should give some thought to. Here in New York City, I got to tell you, I'm surrounded with people who just go along with this. My entire building is full of people who mask up now all the time. I'm now, again, the only non-masker that I see on a day-to-day basis in my building. There may be a few others. I'm going to try to find them. But there are hundreds of people who live where I do, all masked up, elevators, lobby, all the time. Not in the gym yet, I will say that. The gym people who are generally in their 20s and 30s, they don't mask up. But the madness has returned. And it's September, folks. We know this virus is cyclical and seasonal. So why should we think that this is going to get better? Why should we think that the case number is going to go down in the next 90 days? In in all likelihood, it'll go up. Plus, we already know that the vaccines lose effectiveness over time, hence the need for boosters. They don't want you saying this too much, but it is, in fact, the reality. I've been telling you for a while now, those of you who live in red states who think this isn't going to be your problem, you know I was telling you this because I was trying to warn my fellow Americans, this is where we are now. The federal government has decided that the state will not be allowed. Your state will not be allowed to protect you from this. We'll get into more of this in a a moment. I've gotten to know Mike Lindell really well over the years. He's the inventor of MyPillow, and his team has hooked me up with all kinds of MyPillow gear. I love it. The pillows are the best you'll ever have. The mattress topper, so soft, so comfortable on top of my bed. The sheets, Giza Dream sheets, the best sheets I've ever owned. Towels, slippers, and more. Look, sleep is critical to me. I'm sure it is for you, too. You got to give a MyPillow a try and try all the other products, too. I mean, if you need slippers, get some MySlippers. They're so soft on your feet. Listeners have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today. And Mike wants to give back to all of you. You can get great discounts on MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com right now and clicking on the radio listener special square. There you'll see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, mattress topper and Giza sheets but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Again, that's promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. So Biden has done it. I thought he would. But one thing that was particularly noteworthy about the speech he gave yesterday is how 
it's really about blaming and punishing people more than protecting in terms of his tone and the focus here. It's how dare you unvaxxed evildoers continue to roam this country along with the enlightened elites of the vaccinated class. Here he is. Play five. What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin and your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. Not a single word from Joe Biden about naturally acquired immunity in the speech, which the latest data shows is more durable than the vaccine and an estimated 100 million Americans already have it. And let's be very clear about this. There is no scientific justification for that omission. It is dishonest and they simply do not care. They don't care. It doesn't matter to them that naturally acquired immunity is more durable. And therefore, if you have had COVID, as I have had, the vaccine is medically unnecessary for you. And also, you should not be treated like a person who is putting anyone at risk at all. In fact, I'm putting people less at risk than those who rushed out to get the vaccine right away. But they won't deal with this fact because it's inconvenient for the narrative. And right now, this is all about narrative. This is all about what the Biden administration is able to get politically out of this, what kind of control they are able to establish. I have been worried all along. I've been warning you about the incrementalism that the Democrats will use here just two weeks, just two months, just one mask, just two masks, just one shot, just two, just three, just another six months, just a little more mandate, just a little more of this, just a little more of that. It's what we have been subjected to this whole time. And it has only gone in one direction authoritarianism it has only gone against our freedom we are entering now a new and even more politically toxic phase of the pandemic the initial promises of the vaccine campaign it allow for an end of masking never be forced upon anyone who doesn't want it herd immunity will not be required to get the shot all that has been abandoned not only that but the tone from those at the top of the government and health bureaucracy Uh, They've adopted a tone that is hostile to anyone who remains hesitant to get a covid vaccine. So the growing spasm of unconstitutional overreach uh, from the Biden team has been building for months here. President Biden's biggest pitch to the American people was going to be his handling of the pandemic. But now we see that didn't work out either. So he wants to blame people and he wants to assert even more control he wants to make sure that this is uh, something that allows the democrats to politically benefit you look at some of the things that he said in this speech some of the claims that he made he said about oh i don't know governors who are standing in the way of this oh wasn't i wasn't i telling you a few weeks ago because i had a little bit of a dust up with a governor from a certain state in south dakota or named south dakota Uh, Because I thought she was being evasive and dishonest about an effort in her state, which is a very red state that could get away with doing this kind of thing to protect individual rights. I said, well, the federal government's just going to come in and make people do this. So if you don't take action now, the feds are just going to take action on their side. You can either defend individual liberty or let the authoritarian left crack down on those liberties. And that's exactly 
what happened. It's exactly what we see here. And now I, I have to say, I told, I told her so, but I'm not surprised. Told the governor so. I was right. I saw this coming. And, oh, yeah, now we're going to sue the Biden administration. I'm, I'm sure Biden's really scared. I'm sure that this wasn't in any way another instance of the left is willing to use power while we sit around on the right and say, oh, but we don't want to do too much. We, we don't want to go beyond our mandate or whatever. Here's what Biden says. I, I thought we had a system of federalism in this country. I thought that we had a balance of powers, checks and balances, all of that. Turns out not so much. Biden said in the speech yesterday, if they will not help, if those governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. The Department of Education has already begun to take legal action against states undermining protection that local school officials have ordered. Any teacher or school official whose pay is withheld for doing the right thing, we will have that pay restored by the federal government 100%. I promise you I will have your back. So this is the federal government telling local government employees defy the state government of the state in which you live and we will fund you. This is essentially federal bribery with your tax dollars to nullify state law, state orders. So when does the government when does the government have authority and when does it not? It turns out as far as Democrats are concerned, they get what they want no matter what. They get additional restrictions. They get more mask mandates, vax mandates, and eventually, I'm sure, lockdowns again, one way or another. Whether it's through the federal government, state and local government, private sector mandates that are pushed by the federal government, they are constricting you. This is like a boa constrictor with a little Fauci head on it. Hello, I'm squeezing you close and tough and hard here. I, you can no longer really breathe, but it's for your own good because I don't want your droplets coming out of your mouth. All of that that's going on right now, you can see it. You're never going to get that Fauci image out of your head, are you? You can see it right now. They're coming at you from every angle, and I told you they would. And they're saving, I think, for the last, the last push before the wintertime is going to be you have to have a vax card to get on a flight. And now you'd be talking for those who say, oh, I'm just going to get a fake vax card and go into restaurants in New York or wherever with a fake vax card. OK, you start showing a fake federal document to federal authorities to fly on a plane and you're going to find yourself facing criminal charges. That's what's going to happen here. They're already doing it to some people, but you're going to see a huge escalation in that. So now you can't fly if they do that. Unless you get the shot. And remember, once they've established this regime for getting you to get the shot once, it's not going to be just one time. We all know that they've already said there's going to have to be boosters. But Biden just dismisses this. Get out of the way. Do what we say or else. Losing patience, he even says. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. That was the line. Oh, your patience is wearing thin. I think the American people's patience with the little moron tyrant Smurf Fauci, with all these different ridiculous prognostications about when the virus is going to go away or when it's not or the surge or the variant or whatever. They're wrong over and over again. You're supposed to ignore the fact that somehow we have 100 million people infected already. We have 200 million people vaccinated as well. And yet we have 300 percent of the cases we did exactly 12 months ago. 
And they're saying, oh, but hospitalizations and deaths are down. Yeah, for now. Do we think that that's going to continue to be the case? Is it possible? I mean, I would just ask, is it possible that considering here's what we know, that vaccines lose these vaccines lose their efficacy very rapidly, which is why this is a fact, which is why they're talking about the need for boosters already. It hasn't even been a year. It hasn't even been six months for most people. Got to get the booster. Given that that's the truth, your antibody levels drop. What's to say that you won't see people who are at high risk, seniors, for example, who have gotten the shot, start to find themselves over time in the hospital because they no longer have the protection that they did and therefore it won't really matter. You will essentially have delayed at some level, not stopped uh, many, many serious cases of of covid, but they don't want to have a discussion about this. You're not allowed to ask questions. It's shut up and do what they tell you. I mean, you could see it in the Biden speech. He was angrier. He's angrier at people who do not want to rush out and get vaccinated than he is at the Taliban. He has more rage for people who are unvaccinated, although somehow it's never minorities who choose not to get the vaccine that Biden's angry about. That's a public health failure because they're Democrat voters. That somehow is... Oh, they have a reason to be skeptical of the state. No one else does, though. Really? I mean, the Latino population has a special reason to be skeptical of the government. I'd like to know what that reason is. Right. Well, well, there's majority Democrat voters. Somehow, even though as a proportion of the population. The most under vaccinated group are young African-American males in this country in the 20 to 40 age range. Biden's never cross with that group. He's never upset with them. No, he only gets angry at the red state Trump voters who haven't gotten the vaccine and makes no mention of natural immunity. I mean, I've had to go around. I've had to go around acting like I didn't have covid and it doesn't matter because all people want to know is, you know, have you gotten the shot and are you masked up? I think the people that have already had covid should be considered the safest to be around because that's what the science actually tells you. That is what it says right now. The data out of Israel is very clear on this. Previous infection is stronger as a protective layer than even the vaccine. But there's a cognitive dissonance at the heart of all this that Biden and his supporters decide is no problem at all. As I've said, the demographic data shows you what's going on here. It is not just Trump voters. More than half of New York City's African-American population is unvaccinated. Why don't they ever deal with another challenging little uh, notion here in the whole vax debate? And that is, why are so many healthcare workers hesitant to get the vaccine? Maybe a lot of healthcare workers in particular who were exposed to covid and know they were and had it are saying, I'm not getting a shot that I don't need to get. Maybe just maybe that's going on. To say, I wonder, you know, what what is what's going to get more attention from from the majority of the American people? You know, the Buccaneers football game last night or the fact that Biden's tyranny has been unleashed on 100 million people who work at companies with over 100 employees. What's going to get more attention? What matters more to more Americans? I, I worry about this. Um, but 
Biden knows that this is a key moment to make sure that this is a highly politicized discussion. We still have, he said, nearly 80 million Americans who have failed to get the shot. And to make matters worse, there are elected uh, elected officials actively working to undermine the fight against COVID-19. Instead of encouraging people to get vaccinated and mask up, they are ordering mobile morgues for the unvaccinated dying from COVID in our communities. That is totally unacceptable, he says. Okay, let's unpack this for a moment. Masks don't work. I mean, they work at some level that's so low that it's that's not measurable. You couldn't you, you shouldn't be able to sell masks in the store with the promise that they will stop you from getting covid in any meaningful way. That would be a lie. Right? I mean, maybe a, maybe a five percent reduction or something, but that's simply not sufficient to say that masks work. Cloth masks are effectively useless. This is now proven, but they won't give it up because it's a very important physical and visual manifestation of submission. And that's what they want more than anything. That's what's really essential to them. They'll figure out all the rest later. First, they must get you to bend the knee. First, they must get you to accept that they are allowed to tell you what you can and cannot do, where you can and cannot go, how to live your life, what freedoms you have. And the mask is your actual physical symbol, the manifestation of that submission. In many ways, I find masks more bothersome than the vaccines because I believe we are more complacent about the vaccines as a people because of all the mass masking that has gone on. But they did the whole thing that they always do. Oh, it's just a mask. It's just this. It's just that. Don't you want to save lives? It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. No, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. And it has been all along. And you know I have been rabidly, maybe not the right word to use here considering we're talking about viruses, but rabidly anti-mask because it's bullcrap. And you know it and I know it. But now, Oh, now they're going to play games. They're not making you get the vaccine. You can get a test every week. Yeah. How many, how many companies with thousands of employees are going to want to carry the expense of getting tests week after week for thousands of employees. This notion that improved testing and test and trace, they're trying to bring this stuff back. This was a laughable failure before. Remember test and trace? Far too many cases. We have 140, 150,000 cases a day in this country. They're going to trace all those? For a virus that they claim you can get from being in the elevator with somebody for 30 seconds? And you say, oh, Buck, they don't think that's true. Really? Because they want you to mask up in the elevator? So why do you do that if you can't get the virus from somebody in that? Oh, none of it makes sense? Exactly. Our country is run by and overrun with power-mad neurotics. It's time we take our liberty back. It's time that we fight back and say enough is enough. And we need people in positions of authority not to be little corporatist. I need my donor class money, so I'm going to pretend I care about the Constitution. We need them to actually take a stand here and take some heat. There are very few Republicans that I think are willing to actually do that. And it is quite frustrating. It continues to, to bother me day in and day out. We'll come back to more of this in a moment, including Los Angeles County vaccines for kids. I just told um, a close friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, she said, I, I can't believe that you uh, you would get uh, in, in New York. You guys all have to get shots to go into restaurants and stuff. And I just looked at her. And I said, 
you live in uh, in Maryland, they're going to make you vax your kids. It's going to happen. Just just get ready for it. I think she didn't believe me. You know, dear friend of mine. And, you know, here we are. I'm just saying, just saying there, the Buckster sees the madness coming. The Buckster sees it coming. Big tech monitors us, censors us, deplatforms us. Conservatives have been helpless to do anything about it until now. On Getter, you can talk with friends and family and express your political beliefs without fear of Silicon Valley liberals coming after you. Join Getter. It's the social media platform that supports free speech and opposes cancel culture. Getter is led by former Trump advisor Jason Miller, who saw what big tech did to President Trump and decided to fight back. Getter is the fastest growing social media platform in history with over 1.6 million users and growing, including conservatives like Mike Pompeo, Steve Bannon, me, Buck Sexton. Join Getter. It's in the App Store, the Google Play Store and at Getter.com. Longer posts, longer videos, sharper and clearer pictures. And unlike the Silicon Valley oligarchs, Getter will never sell your data. Send a message today. Join Getter. It's time to cancel, cancel culture. And it absolutely, absolutely is. By the way, Biden's team is already saying they're, they're just busting out the steamroller. Here's Biden advisor Cedric Richmond on those GOP governors. Play two. The one thing I admire about this president is the fact that we're always going to put people above politics and we're going to fight for those who really need our help. And so it's unfortunate that we have so many governors that are using vaccinations and mask requirements as a political uh, game. But our purpose is to save lives and we will do anything and everything under our control to make sure that we protect uh, our citizens, especially those children who cannot get a vaccination yet. And so we have to do everything we can to make sure adults do it. And those governors that stand in the way, I think it was very clear from the president's tone today that uh, he will run over them. And it is important. It's not for political purposes. It's to save the lives of American people. And so we won't let one or two individuals stand in the way. You know, it was just about a month ago when I, I mean, I've said that I've been warning you about this. This is some of you might have heard this. This was on the radio show on August 17th. So almost a month ago. And I just I so here here's me on the record. You know, I say I told you this was coming. Play 17. They're going to make this. I'm telling you right now, the same way that we told you that boosters were coming for everyone and have been saying that now for months. I mean, I've been, we've been saying it together on this show. I've been saying it previously on my show and Clay on his I'm telling you, they're going to try if they can get away with it to use the interstate uh, or to use the uh, uh, interstate commerce clause to have a federal mandate about travel airplanes. It's happening. Federal mandates. Oh, the planes haven't. They haven't done that quite yet. That's coming. That's next on the uh, on the hit list here. And I just want to know what really changed, because here's Joe Biden back in December of. 2020 less than a year ago play 12 no i don't think it should be mandatory i wouldn't demand to be mandatory but i would do everything in my power just like i don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide i'll do everything in my power as the president of the united states to encourage people to do the right thing and when they do it demonstrate that it matters he's going to do everything in his power but he's not going to he's not going to order it well now he's ordering it And it's unconstitutional. It should be challenged immediately in the courts. And I I certainly hope that this will be stopped. But 
I'm not sure it will be. I'm not sure it will be. There's a reasonableness standard here. People will say, oh, but what about smallpox vaccination? Okay, smallpox kills 30% of every person who gets it. This this virus kills less than 1% of the people who get it. And we've already had 200 million vaccinated and 100 million infected. So what are we doing here? We're, we're going to mandate shots for this forever? Makes no sense. All right, a couple of other topics I want to get into. Oh, I, I didn't t- talk about Los Angeles. Yeah, I, Los Angeles County, mandating it for kids. You want to go to school? Get the COVID shot. No choice. 12 and up? No choice. Got to get it. Told people this was coming. Told people this was going to happen. And I understand people don't really want to believe this. They don't want it. They don't want to hear this. They don't want to think that this is true. But it is. It is true. It is reality. And this is what we are facing. Just a few other uh, before we get off onto the weekend here. Um, Afghanistan, total mess. Biden administration, of course, pretending that it's some kind of example of what a great president Joe Biden is. Uh, but here's even Obama's DH, former DHS secretary, Jay Johnson, saying, hmm, you know, it is kind of a it's kind of a thing to see these top tier terrorists, some of whom were actually Gitmo detainees, Guantanamo Bay deta- detainees running the government of Afghanistan. Wow. Play eight. Two of the individuals now part of the Afghan government, members of the Taliban who were suspected terrorist ties, one of whom is the interior minister. That was right. that's my counterpart He's effectively the secretary of Homeland Security for Afghanistan. So that's quite striking. Yeah. Yep. The, the Taliban's DHS secretary equivalent is a known global terrorist. But, you know, great job the Biden administration has done with the whole Afghanistan drawdown. But, you know, we've got other problems in this country to focus on. I'll be honest with you, Afghanistan. I mean, once we get all the Americans out and. We'll see where we are with that in a few days. Afghanistan, if, if they don't conduct terror attacks against us, honestly, it starts to go into the not our problem category. I, for a lot of you, I know it's already there. It's just not our problem. I mean, I'm sorry that it's a crappy country under Taliban rule, but that's the way it is. We got our own problems in this country, like, for example, the fact that we have a wide open border. And what is the Biden administration focused on tackling this problem? No, of course not. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is focused on making sure that the people who are crossing into our country illegally do not feel like they're being called bad things like illegal alien. Play nine. We have changed the language that we use to refer to migrants who arrive in the United States um, and seek relief and who do not have yet lawful presence. We do not use the term illegal alien unless we are referring to that defined term in the statute itself. We don't use the term illegal alien unless we're we're referring to the term in the statute. Right. Because that is the statutory term for it. This would be like saying we don't refer to someone as a burglar or as an armed robber. We have other terms for them. You know, burglar is a an unpermissioned borrower. But when we have to actually bring the charges, no, I mean, it's technically burglary to go into someone's house and take something that doesn't belong to you. But an unpermissioned borrower sounds like a better, nicer term. This is what they're doing. They're changing the language to try to change the political debate. And 
we should just be ready for it, be prepared for it. because It's not going to change anytime soon. In fact, they're they're going to focus a lot on this because they don't have anything to point to um, that uh, they don't have anything to point to that you could say, oh, what a big success. Oh, except for maybe keeping Fauci in his job. Jen Psaki was asked about this from uh, by Peter Ducey because Fauci is their little uh, their, their little health tyrant idol. You know, he is the face of double mask, mask up between bites, all this stuff. And so they can't ever let him go. He's got to stay in his job forever. Play seven. First, I would say that NIH uh, has uh, refuted uh, that reporting, um, and I would point you to that. But let me give you some highlights of that. Uh, NIH has never approved any research that would make a coronavirus more dangerous to humans. I reminded that there are previous and different coronaviruses than the existing one we're battling. And the body of science produced by this research demonstrates that the bat coronavirus sequences published from that work uh, NIH-supported were not uh, COVID, the, the strain, COVID-2 strain. Uh, so what he said was correct. So his job is safe. Correct. Yeah, being very lawyerly in a lot of this, I got to say, being very, uh, well, there's other strains and other, yeah, right. The U.S. government, and including people like Fauci, were involved in a chain of bureaucratic permissions and funding that did connect to gain-of-function research being done at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Those are the facts. They can try to change this. They can try to talk around it, dance around it, but that is the reality. And we cannot let them evade it. Before we go, Producer Mark just wants you to say hi to everybody because they miss you. Hi, Buck. How are you? Good, man. What do you got for the weekend? Anything? Well, I mean, uh, opening weekend of the NFL, so I will uh, be planting my butt on the couch and watching Red Zone all day on Sunday. What is the game you are the most excited to see? Well, I mean, last night's game was uh, a candidate for game of the year already. The Buccaneers and the Cowboys was a pretty great game, but I- I'm just excited for all of it. You know, I- I- what I like to do every Sunday is 1 o'clock hits. You know what the NFL Red Zone channel is? Oh, yes, yes. My yeah. brother has it He's because yeah. he, he's a normal American. I just sit there. I watch that all day, so I'm pretty much watching every game. I have a second screen to watch the Giants on so I can focus on my own team, and then I watch the late game at 8 o'clock. What is the preferred culinary delight for producer Mark on Football Sunday? Huh. Uh, my wife makes an amazing buffalo chicken dip, but that's usually just, you know, she's not going to make that every week during football season, but that's usually special occasions. Uh, you know, wings are great, of course. Pizza you can't go wrong with. I like do you ever do things. Chinese food, or does that feel like that doesn't go with football quite the same way? I mean, it definitely doesn't go quite the same way, but I would never say no to Chinese food. Yeah, I kind of feel, I mean, I feel like Chinese food's always good, but all right. So you've got a nice weekend plan for yourself. I just wanted you to say hi to everybody so they know that you are not uh, you are not stuck in a quarantine camp in Australia or something. Yes, Buck lets me out of the cage uh, once a week. Yeah, see? He's busy working on that. I do a little radio show on 450 or so radio stations across the country for three hours every day. And uh, producer Mark is a producer on that show. So as you can imagine, we keep him busy. Yes, I, I like to photobomb photos of you and Zuby on your Instagram stories. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Zuby was was fun to have on the show. I got to say Zuby is like he's taking America by storm. Everyone loves Zuby. All right, man, that's going to be it. Producer Mark, have a great weekend. All of you listening, please do the same. Have a lot of fun. Relax. Get some uh, rest and recuperation going this weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday. Please remember to subscribe to BucksXN.Locals.com. Be a supporter. 
and also pass the buck. Tell people about this podcast. Talk to you Monday. Shields high.